This is the Bay and TP Perspective. I'm Brian Bay. And I'm Greg TP. Welcome to our podcast. And this week's perspective is on nerding out. Yes, we're getting our nerd on. Um, so basically yesterday was May the 4th be with you. Um, yesterday being from when we're recording right now. And we decided, you know, we'd known each other for a long time and it started off uh, as a base of sports and like the typical quote unquote the bro, cool stuff. The bro like, stuff. Yeah. And as we got to know each other, we realized that we're both nerds. Yep. Um, and I think most of us all are. Embrace your inner nerddom. And I guess to kick it off with yesterday being the May 4th, let's start with, I guess, my one of my favorite nerd things, if you will. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, Star Wars. Um, I, love, I, I, know, I fell in love with it when I was a kid, obviously. And they would have... The original trilogy came out like when before we were born slash when we were babies. Yeah, and then they decided to redo them, get all fancy with the digital new digital stuff of the late nineties. Yeah, and they re-released the originals in the theaters with um, some added stuff and cleaned up scenes. That's when I really fell in love with it because I remember being like junior high. And me and my friends would go because it came out every two or three weeks, so we were able to boom, boom, boom. And I was like, man, for whatever reason, it captured me. Yeah. Um, again, because I, th- I think we all have like that fantasy world, that sci-fi, that nerdy, whatever you want to call it, escape from reality, real stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously, you know, they came out with the prequel. Well, maybe you don't know. We'll get into that in a second. They came out with the prequels to the original trilogy in like the early 2000s because I was in college when that happened. Um, cause I remember the last one of that came out as I was finishing UC. Um, and then fast forward, I don't know, like another 10 or so years, 15 years, um, when Disney basically bought star Wars, they came out with a trilogy that's post the original trilogy. Um, so before I continue on with the nerdum of that, have you, have you, have you seen any, or I, I don't think you've seen all of them. I've seen none of them. None of them. None. Okay. I've maybe seen bits and pieces of some. Yeah. Now I will say I've seen space balls. Yes. <laughs> which in an ironic kind of goofy way gives you an idea of what's going on. Which not can, truly, but it's, you know, have you ever seen the family guy version of, Star I've seen Wars? family guy. So you yeah. get a general version of so, that. Yeah. Too. I think you get like a general. Yeah. I guess. Gen- yeah. Yeah. I get some generalities of it. Plus, I mean, over time, it's a super popular movie or oh, series yeah. of movies or whatever collection of movies. It's a pop culture. Yeah, you're going to learn some stuff about it. But no, to say I've actually seen one from start to finish, I don't think I've seen any of them. Okay. Start to finish. Um, if I've seen any of them, the ones I've probably seen the most of would have been the 90s ones, I guess. Okay. You like know? The, the, I guess the original ones that they redid? I guess. I don't know. Is it just like remastering it, or how yeah, they remastered it? Oh, that's they added all. A couple so they, scenes. Oh, so they did add some stuff. Very minimal, okay. but yeah. yeah. Okay, so because you know, I I don't know enough to where some people were like, I thought they some people bashed the remakes. Some true hard diehards, whatever they do, because the true true diehards hate that they even touched it. Like yeah. they want the original to be the way it is. And then there's a, a subclass of the diehards, so they're not as diehard. And I'm thinking might be the ones you are familiar with. Yeah. Uh, they bashed the prequels. So they have the prequels oh. were like, could have been done better. There's some poor character choices. Which I get just knowing movies in general. Sometimes yeah. I'm like, that's dumb how you, you did that? that. Or it's not, yeah. It's not the way it was done when I was watching it, you know. Basically, if you if you ever saw the bits and pieces of the ones you saw and there was Darth Vader was in it, 
it's probably the original three. Okay. He has appearances in... So basically, actually, in the third prequel, so like... Basically, it's three sets of, of trilogies, minus the, there's some one-offs I'll get to later. Um, but the main one, main nine movies are three trilogies. And the trilogy that's supposed to take place before the original one that came out in the 2000s, the last one of that one shows when Anakin Skywalker becomes Darth Vader. So you okay. see a glimpse of Darth Vader at the very end of episode three, if you will. Um, man, I sound like a nerd. <laughs> hey, now you know your stuff. So basically, if I were to watch them, your suggestion would be, do I watch the 70s ones, then watch the 90s ones, like the remake, even though it's like the same movie but new scenes? Or well, you can't get you can't get a hold of the original seventies ones, if you will, unless somebody owns them. Right, they have to own them. Okay. Um, so basically, you're kind, but you are also kind of right where you. I still suggest watching those three first. So if you want to call them seventies slash nineties, that storyline is one you. I suggest you watch first. I know a lot of diehard fans recommend you watch it first, but chronologically as far as the storytelling it's out of order yeah i mean that's kind of how the marvel movies go right it's yeah it's like that it's like that yeah because they do prequels and sequels and blah 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 yeah yep now see i like to watch it in the order that it's released at least originally through yes you know the first few times through of any type of series like that i want to watch it how it was released into theaters how the people really got it yeah how they want it to be written but then sometimes if i've watched it a ton of times i'll play with it watching it chronologically or whatever yeah and tried different you know. orders yeah try i know to... antoine never seen the star wars either back uh like at this rate probably four or five years ago when yeah. we used to work together and um i let him borrow there's a certain i think it's the prequels he didn't have access to for whatever reason so i let him borrow those or maybe it was all of them i can't remember now but he he's the type he wanted to watch it in sequential slash chronological order he didn't want to watch it in the order you would want to watch yeah it. like the year released right the way i recommend it. it yeah um because the other thing i will say uh, if i didn't already hit it is the the 70s slash 90s one those three are arguably the best ones regardless even though the graphics aren't as good as the computerized ones of these days mm-hmm. at the stories just there's something about that those three stories that really hit the Star Wars lore. Now, any idea of why I can't get a hold of the seventies ones is that Disney just not going to have them on. That's beyond my. You don't know, nerdum, but okay. I do know it's something that's basically like almost like a vault thing that happened pre Disney. It's okay. not even a Disney thing. It's so it's um what's his name that George made Lucas Lucas I, yeah. vaulted it. Now now you say that I believe um one of the guys I used to work with I might as well shout his name even though I doubt he's listening to this, Kyle, that I used to work with. Kyle, yeah. if you're listening, you know you are because you're the biggest Star Wars nerd I know. <laughs> and he was educating me on that um, about how, like, it's it's like basically like finding gold for Star Wars nerds. If you can find the one oh, okay. the original way. And now you say that, I believe, it was George Lucas that's like, nope, done. So he vaulted it and for whatever reason. and Right. Okay. So basically my the way I'd be able to watch them at all would be the 90s. Re- yeah, which would be good enough. You won't know any, like to me. It's good yeah. enough for me too. I I don't even know. I don't. I don't know if I've seen the original like before they added their stuff to it. I don't okay. know. Because, so you might have started with the '90s, right? Remakes, if you will. And if anything, I might have seen the bits and pieces like you have now. For, since yeah. I was a kid when I saw my yeah. Because I'm TV. pretty sure like one of my stepdads had them, or they were on TV, or back before he vaulted them, or whatever. Right. They were more accessible, or whatever. I mean, but it's a super, I mean, even you not knowing, like seeing the movie and stuff, you know, it's a huge, it's almost like 
any other. It's just a cult following. Yeah, yeah. Like, and I would like to watch them. I just, I don't know. Probably right mood. I'm sure it's part right of mood. It. And I think I just want to watch them because like everybody else has watched them. I, I guess, recommend but, like, it, even if you say I hate it. But I am That's into fair. that type of stuff. Like now, mine was always more Star Trek. Oh, okay. I was more. I don't want to say I'm a Trekkie, if you will. He's because, a Trekkie. Oh, I just I because that's just respecting Trekkies. <laughs> I feel because I don't know that details. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not getting into that involved in that debate. Well, before you eaten alive, I will say I'm not one of the Star Wars either. Before I get eaten alive, I'm gonna yeah. put that out there real quick. I just really enjoy it. But yeah, for me, Star Trek it was all about the, ne- the next generation. Picard. Yeah, Picard was my guy. And I want to see his new show, the the Picard. I heard that was good. Yeah, and I'm not a star. I I don't care for Star Trek. But I've always I and I didn't watch it like die heartedly where I'm like, you know, and I and I'll admit that I'm the Picard because that's what I watched. Yeah, I never really watched the other Shatner, the Shatner one. Yeah, whatever. I don't know if I have either. Like wh- I've I, seen it here and there, right? But I never really watched that one. It was just when I was watching it as a kid. One of my stepdads was watching the Next Generation one, and you know, I'd catch it periodically. Yeah, and then as I got older, I was like, I caught it on TV, you know, marathon on whatever WGN or some such. <laughs> yes, right. you know, one of them they throw them Saturday marathons or whatever, and I'm like breaking off watching hours of it. I'm like, yeah, hey, I kind of like this. You get stuff. sucked in, and yeah, yeah. When it also had like the uh, the reading rainbow dude was in it. Yes, yeah, the, um, <laughs> the glasses. I always yeah. wanted those glasses. Yeah, I don't even know what his name was, but I know. Yeah, I was like, yeah. holy crap, he does reading rainbow, and he's in, on the Enterprise. Yeah, so like. I don't know. I was always kind of into that, but I wouldn't say I'm a Trekkie because I don't know all the details. But like, I just thought it was super cool where you know they could they beam you down and they got some worlds involved into it. Yeah, you it's know? almost like a political version. It seemed like from what I remember. I mean, I didn't follow it, but it seems like they thought with like how they uh, had relations with planets and stuff. I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. There was more, um, and then there was other ships they'd run into, and either they were going to war with them or they were being cool about it or whatever. Right. You I know. think it's cool. I think I can see me getting like giving it a shot now. Yeah, um, I did see one of the new Star Trek movies. I don't remember which one. I feel like it was the first one when they decided to redo those. Excellent. I see, like, I haven't watched any of the movies. Vin- Literally, my nerdum there is like the Next Generation. <laughs> yeah, you're like Next Generation. I'm sticking with and that. That's the one I've always watched. Yeah, I've been, I haven't been so deep into it. Right. But then you know, my caught following. I love the Marvel movies. I love superhero movies in general. Yeah. That's another good quote-unquote nerd one that I need to get into. Yeah. I, I dropped the ball huge on it to the point where so many came out that I was like, I'm not even trying. Not not meaning I never will. You got so far behind. I'm just far, well, so far behind. If you're going to catch up, do it soon because I just saw uh, where they're supposed to release like 10 new ones <laughs> coming out soon. So Yeah, well, now that I, ha- I don't have an excuse because uh, you know, I have Disney Plus access that I, I should I, now you say that maybe I'll try to get myself in the mood to do that yeah okay, I do want to and I have seen some Punishers or I have seen some Marvel stuff aka the Punisher what's what I say <laughs> it was excellent on Netflix um, excellent show I loved that show um, yeah I do I think the superhero thing is cool though just like except for I think it, I think when it start really gaining ground it's when I wasn't really embracing that kind of stuff for yeah. whatever reason. I mean, it's been going on for what, two decades now, basically. So it's been a while. Yeah. And especially if you splash in some of the other superheroes like Spider-Man. Right. You know, before he was like Marvelish, and, you know, like. I did see those. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so the old school Spider-Man's like the 90s. Like Tobey Toby Maguire. Maguire. Yeah. Yeah. I've seen those. Tobey Maguire ones. And I mean, and then, like you said, we've talked about the Batman ones before, but so you go through. You know, Batman Returns and all that. Right. I'm always saddened that there's never a good Superman movie. 
It was I, never really had, like Superman Returns actually wasn't too bad. And it's but and it's not great. It's funny that you say that. That's the reason why I'm not really into Superman. I don't I like I know he I don't, is he from like Krypton or something? I yeah, I think Superman is just it's best being a comic book. It seems like it, it seems like the one that's you it's can tell hard, it's an old one. It's been hard to, for them to to do. Like I get like in the nineties because I mean he's flying. Yeah. So before special effects were super great, it's hard to capture someone flying. Yeah, and yet that was dope. Yeah, so it's like I don't know. I just feel like they just none of them have been really written all that well. Isn't he like one of the first superheroes in this country? So like technically, even when he first was thought of back in like I, I'll look it up. But yeah. I feel like it's like in the '30s, like even more so. Flying is like man, this guy's flying. He has super strength. Yeah, he's got. And that's a lot of it too. I think a lot of his being one of the originals, if not the original, he's almost dated. Yes, that's you what know, I, that's, it's like that's how I look at him. And the problem is like his superpowers, if you will, have been almost given to other characters now. Right. Like maybe not, you know, like other, like Marvel's taking him from, I think he's DC, I believe. Yeah, he's, I do know that. He's, okay. Or oh, now I'm also confident. Batman, I know, is DC. Yeah. I think Superman's also DC. Yeah, so it's like his his superpowers, if you have been ripped off for the lack of better terms or whatever. Correct. You know, where. And made cooler even. And made cooler. That's the thing. You know, like he's just a dude in a cape. They can fly around and take bullets and, and shit. And wears his underwear outside of his pants for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, but. so he was created in June 1938. So super old. Yes, and, and and DC Comics. So, I mean, think about it. 30s, and there's this dude that's from outer space. Yeah. That can fly. He's super strong. And that's probably also explains why his colors are basically American flag colors. Yeah. Yeah, and he's almost like old school... I don't want to say Captain America because he's like Mister America. He's Mister USA. He's yes. He's our grandfather's superhero. And he and, he, and maybe he's even like the DC Captain America. Yeah, he's our grandfather's or great grandfather's like superhero. He's you know almost like GI Joe when they made GI Joe, where it's yeah GI Joe was from what I understand him as a ploy to get people to join the army. I, I heard that. before. I've always heard that that GI Joe was like uh, to get kids into wanting to be in the army. Didn't work so, for me. I didn't, didn't work watch for the show. Me. I mean, I watched it. I loved GI Joe, okay. but I did not join the army. Yeah, yeah, I know that. <laughs> no, I did not do that. But no, I mean, I enjoyed GI Joe when I was a kid. At least the cartoons. You right. Know what I'm saying? I don't. I don't think I've really watched any of those movies. I forgot they even made movies. Yeah, I don't think I I've watched never gotten to that for. I, now, yeah, like, weren't... We, we talk about it. Like, what did you watch as kids? Like, like what? So, like, I was huge into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's the yeah, biggest thing. Yes, yes. Three Ninja Turtles was He-Man and Ghostbusters. I liked He-Man. I like Ghostbusters. Yeah. I used to have a He-Man book, which made me like He-Man. Oh, okay. Yeah, I might still have that somewhere. I had a plastic sword of his. <laughs> oh, yeah. And He-Man, I always heard they were supposed to do a movie of, and they Same never they never landed. Yeah, I did hear about that. Like a remake, because I think they did a movie back in the day, and it flopped. They did, because I saw it as a kid in the theaters. Okay. Because I was obsessed with He-Man, so to me it did not flop. Yeah. Because <laughs> I mean, I, that might have been the first movie I've ever seen. Um, like when I feel like when I, when I hear stories from family that that was like basically the the first or one of the first movies I went to see because I was obsessed like with He-Man. As a theater. He-Man, yeah. yes. Um, post Ninja Turtles. Ninja Turtles was my big it was the That was part my of, biggest one. Yeah, oh, same yeah. here. Um, post Ninja Turtles, I got into, I did get into Marvel a little bit, but the X-Men cartoon and Spider-Man cartoon. So I forgot about X-Men. I was never huge in X-Men. Oh, okay. I did not like it, but I never was super interested. Paul, my friend growing up, was mm-hmm. a big X-Men guy. 
Okay. And I was trying to get me into it. And I was like, eh, I like Batman. Okay. You know, I was like, eh. I did watch. I did watch Batman as, uh, along with Ninja Turtles. But I also like like the Batman animated series. Yes, that's what I was say. Remember like uh, Blue Batman? Yes. You know, like all those. Yeah, I, I watched a lot of that too, like cartoon wise. Yeah, that's what um, I watched. I liked California Raisins. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like the real. I liked all the cheesy shit that only lasted for like three seasons. It seemed like. <laughs> You know, well, for a while there, you were the death of TV shows. Yeah, I was, dude. Every show I watched that was new, like it, it lasted a season or two. Yeah, and they wouldn't announce that it was gone; it would just be gone. And I'm like, where the hell did the show go? Yeah, whatever happened to it? Yeah, and like a lot of shows like that. I'm like, what happened? I, that's why I gave up. That's when I gave up. Started just watching series that were finished already on Netflix. Or Safer whatever. that way. But yeah, no, I mean, growing up, I never remember the Ninja Turtles cartoon. Oh yes, I love that. Like, what, like I've never seen this in like the turtles movies at all but they had that dude that was a brain yeah uh that was inside of a fucking machine it seems like krang or something like that. yeah something weird yes what what what's i miss i want to learn the storyline behind that if anybody knows shout that out on our twitter because yeah, i definitely don't remember if it, they did tell Is that, us. that, that no might have been a cartoon exclusive thing i don't know i, I remember he was shredder's boss basically because yeah. like i remember in the cartoon shredder was kind of a buffoon but not as bad as um, Rocksteady and Bebop. Bebop, thank you. Um, but the brain, he was he, he was he, like the head boss, yeah, right? He and like then the you big had Shredder, boss. and then you had them two. Where like in the movies, they cut the the brain dude out. They probably didn't, ha- didn't know how to do it back then. I don't know. I don't know where he came from. I don't know if he was a cartoon thing. I'm sure he came from a comic book, I'm imagining. Yeah, I don't. Because, I mean, but Turtles really wasn't a comic book first. I think they were, weren't they the movies first? I can't remember. I read this backstory behind it, and I don't. Me too. You know? I can't remember. I feel like they were not a movie or cartoon first. I feel like they were like a rant, some random, like almost a, um, like a sarcastic idea. I've seen it see somewhere. If you can Google it and see if you can I've find. I've seen it somewhere, but see like if all Wikipedia comes through to, on us. To, to real quick to compare the, the cartoon version of Ninja Turtles when you said that. So compared to the Star Wars universe, um, the brain is like the Emperor Emperor Palpatine in Star Wars. He's like the Super strong, like wise one. Yeah, and then Shredder's like Darth Vader, who's like he's yeah, the he's still powerful. Yeah, he's powerful, but he's more the Billy Badass kind of dude. And then um, Bebop and Rocksteady are kind of like the stormtroopers, if you will. Yeah. Um. So we're looking for the backstory of Ninja Turtle. Yeah, like where it came from. I don't know, but um, yeah, I watched like all that stuff. Um, what else? Oh, remember? Um, oh, what the hell? Inspector Gadget. Yes, that was lit, dude. That cartoon, the the claw. Well, and they and he had such cool gadgets on that too. That's, pr- I mean, uh, again, fast forward to 2021, it's like, eh, yeah. But his car was badass. Yeah, it was. It transformed from like, like a minivan type car to a fucking sports car, basically. And, it's, and I think I remember I had like a propeller sometimes for a helicopter. Yeah, go go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. go go copter. Now, didn't he have like a pet that solved most of the crimes, and he just yeah, I forget what through. pet it was, but yeah. His pet would like stumble into it, and he was like the the bat buffoon, if you will. Okay, they got the credit, but really it was like yeah, his sidekick that actually. There was a lot of that going on in the nineties, where the sidekicks were that actual hero, hero, but the other guy would get the credit for whatever reason. Yeah, that was like the big thing. That- One thing I'm glad Disney Plus brought back was the old cartoons like Tailspin. Oh, I loved that Darkwing Duck. Um, that was my superhero of choice, Darkwing Duck. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Darkwing, Darkwing Duck. Gargoyles, yes, gargoyles. Loved all that stuff, man. Them '90s cartoons are the shit. 
So here's what I found on the Ninja Turtles history on Wikipedia. That's the source I'm using. Okay. And I just want to read a little bit here real quick. It says that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles first appeared in an American comic book published by Mirage Studios in 1984. Oh, so it was a comic book. Okay. Um, in Dover, New Hampshire. The concept arose from a humorous drawing sketch out by Eastman during a casual evening of brainstorming and bad television with Laird. So that's where I kind of was thinking of the yeah. – like, I was like sarcastic. Yeah. Um, they said using money from a tax refund together with a loan from Eastman's uncle, the young artist self-published a single-issue comic intended to parody four of the most popular comics of the early 1980s. I did not know that part. So they're doing a parody of – Marvel Comics Daredevil and New Mutants, Dave Sims Cerebus, never heard of it, and Frank Miller's Ronin. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic book series has been published in various incarnations by various comic book companies since 1984. So it started as a one issue Make comic of, yeah. book. And it was it almost sounded like they didn't like say a it. troll, basically. It almost like they were drinking one night and they're like, hey man, let's just have these like mutant turtles that love pizza. And they yeah. fight bad they're teenagers, guys. and yeah, and they're teenagers. Man, yeah. I love that shit though. Cowabunga! That Michelangelo was my favorite. Uh, was he? Yeah. Who was yours? Did you have a Leonardo? Okay. And a lot of it was because of the color blue. Yeah. See, mine was orange. I like so orange. Oh, that makes sense. But I, like his personality ended up being closest to mine. Kind of like a party guy. Yeah, he was loved the, the pizza. Just kind of goofy and funny, and you know, was always there for you in the end, but kind of goof off. Now, if I had to redo it, I almost think I'd choose like like a Raphael because he was the he was the badass, mm-hmm. but he had an attitude problem. Because even remember in the movies, he kind of got mad and he wandered off. Yeah, so I see you as a Donatello, the nerdy dude. You see me as a Donatello. Yeah, actually, the funny thing is, my brother Mark was a Donatello. Really, Mark. Yeah, so he doesn't seem like that. John was Michelangelo. I was Leonardo, and then yeah. Raphael's kind of this there. Mark um, reminds me of that hockey player that was in it. Casey Jones. Casey Jones. <laughs> I can see that now. It reminds me of Casey Jones, like that just rogue, like on the team but not on the team. Right. Like, like, I remember when he came into the movies, that was badass. Yes. I was about to bring up the movie. I need to rewatch the movies, yeah, especially have, the first two. I have the box set on DVD. Hook up that DVD player. Do you, I need to. I need to hook up my DVD yeah. player, actually, and just watch some of the stuff I have. All right. Well, the podcast is over. We're going to watch the Turtles. We're no, going to watch kidding. the Turtles. Yep. Um, Remember the Ninja Turtles 3, though, the movie? Where yeah, it was they, so weird. They went to, back to Japan yeah, or China or whatever yeah. it was. Yeah. I think it was Japan because it was Sam, Samurai, Samurai. Oh, Samurai, yeah. Yeah. And they, but they went back in time. Yeah, too. it was back. Yeah, it was old. Yeah. Old, old, yeah. But I they're, loved they, it, they so. started in that, like, almost the, the layer that looked like their cartoon layer. Mm-hmm. Where they, but then they had, like, that train or something that was... Subway train yeah, that was like subway. abandoned or something, and they went into that, and somehow yes. they found the time travel thingy. Yes, I forgot. Yeah, they somehow found the time travel thing and went back, and yeah, it was real different. Yeah, it, yeah, it definitely didn't follow the first two. No, and they went and found like it was Splinter, but it was his master. Like, so Splinter was like a regular rat then, or whatever. Yeah, it was like a regular rat in that movie, right? At least in the back in the time thing, I think. Right. It was just different. Yeah. They were just stretching. I think they're stretching the series, but I still liked I liked it. I did too. And I like it on its own even. You know, like I'll watch just number three sometimes. Usually when I watch them now, I watch all three in order. Yeah. But I can watch just number three on its own. It's just different. It's standalone. Yeah. It's a standalone. It's different. 
because one and two really tied it together. Remember how cool it was when the first one came out? Because we were, me and you, we're at the age where we're so used to seeing them as a cartoon. Yeah. And then we saw, like, I, I'm oh like, my God. Yeah. I'm like, this is badass. And then do you remember when they made appearances at the department stores all around here? Yeah. And you get your picture taken with them? Yeah, because it was like the legit <laughs> costumes and shit. Those yeah. costumes were just nice as hell. Yeah, they were. Like, yeah. they were legit. Yeah, that so that was my big thing. Like, because that's what as, they had to do for special effects back then. They couldn't. There wasn't the computer animation like it was. Like you know, like you can do now. Right. Well, that's why. Let's we'll go back to the Star Wars, mm-hmm. the original one. So what they did was the spaceships and everything and all that stuff. It was models, and they forever hours and hours did recordings of the spaceships flying through. Yeah. It was state of the art technology back then. Yeah. But then I think that's what why a lot of Star Wars nerds are one of the reasons I should say they're so in love with it is the nostalgia of how the old um special effects were where now, you know, we're spitting Star Wars movies out and you can use computerization. It looks cool. But yeah. It, take, it, it takes away something from the skill set of it. Right. No, I'm the same way because I always liked certain 90s special effects better. Even though, you know, it's cheesy. Yeah. Almost like Twister. <laughs> yeah. Remember that movie? Mm-hmm. Like, the tornadoes were cheesy. Yeah. The story was cheesy, even. Like, how did they always end up where a tornado was going to hit? Yeah. But some of but it I wasn't. love it. Some of it wasn't cheesy, though, because it was, like, real. Yeah. Like, yes, the car didn't really flip in, like, the action movies, but, like, it did because they had to I flip it. Yeah, the actual it was a real car. Real, yeah. It wasn't like stuntmen. And... Yeah, it wasn't a computer. It was an actual car flipping. Yes, you know, and they had to you know try to get it in one take if they could. Right. You know, so it was like it was actual cars doing or real it. explosions. Or... Yeah, real explosions, like you know. Yeah. Confined explosions, but like explosions. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's so, still, yeah, it still took skill, but it was now still... yeah, now explosions are just a computer. Yeah, you can add stuff with computers. And I remember when like the first computer ones came out, they were real bad. Oh like, yeah, the first couple of Blu-rays. <laughs> yeah, like you, my first Blu-ray I ever got was the one of the Die Hard, the newer one of the newer Die Hards. Okay, that was made in when Blu-rays first came out. Right, I forget the whole title of it. it was one, of the, and it was um, real bad. Like there was a bridge scene where you could tell it went really computer anime. Right. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, it's so fake. Right, like, you know, just, I was like, yeah, I'm like, stop. yeah, I'm like, I, you just got me out of the movie because it got, was so fake of a. Uh, but I'm sure at the time it was probably like, like when they the creators were like, look at this, we yeah. can do this, yeah. Um, but speaking of that, Jurassic Park, they had great another one that had great. Oh yeah, special effects I love Jurassic Park. Same yeah. here. Yeah, that which I guess another nerd thing of mine. I don't know if I ever told you this actually. Because um, there's no reason to talk about it until now. I used to be obsessed with dinosaurs. Oh, did you? Yes. So I feel Jurassic like Park... maybe you mentioned that before. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, Jurassic Park was right in my alley. Yeah. Um, I, I was to a point where I heard stories, now that I'm an adult, that apparently when I was in kindergarten, the teacher had to talk to my parents and ask if uh, basically there's something wrong with me. Because oh, all really? I ever drew was dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> I did not know that. Yeah. That's, That's all I did was draw dinosaurs. Like, no. I'm surprised you're not a, uh, what you call, archaeologist or whatever you call it. Um, I used to know. That's how far removed. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. Dinosaur Like people. a paleontologist. Paleontologist, yeah. yeah. I wanted to be when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, I even had a, di- a dinosaur like kid encyclopedia. Yeah. And I could pronounce all those hard dinosaur names back then. Oh, that's wild. And then all of a sudden, at some point, I shifted to, like, sports. So, as you know, one of my hidden talents is I can tell you every Super Bowl winner, matchup, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I used to be like that with dinosaurs. Used with, yeah, Brachiosaurus and Right, Triceratops, Tyrannosaurus Rex, Velociraptor, Stegosaurus, blah, blah, blah. I keep going. 
Um, so that's yes, because nerdum technically also in, you know includes like math and science, astronomy. Yeah. So like my, I was big into science in general, anyways. But dinosaurs, like for whatever reason, I don't know how I even. I mean, you know, as a as a kid, I, I was a young kid. I got hooked to dinosaurs. I used to watch this. Um, I remember my dad used to tell the story that there was this cassette I had with the. I think the kid from Wonder Years was on it. <laughs> <laughs> random yeah he was he was on it and it was all about different dinosaur stories and i watched that every day yeah my dad's like i hate this thing so did you, you like the dinosaurs uh 90 show i did that's on disney plus now oh is it it is i need to check that out too so i did like that i did have a dinosaurs book i remember it was one of them real thin oh man i had a bunch of them and there was like a series of books that had like stuff like that like it was like 20 pages and it was like different levels of grades for you to learn stuff right the real thin, like a paperback, but it's a real glossy kind of paperback. Yep. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, because I probably gonna, checked it out of the library many times. Oh, I'm sure. I see. I have, <laughs> those are the ones I got at this classic book fairs. Oh yes, I used to love those. those. Just, Another yeah. nerd thing. That's where I had all those books, and um, I had like I remember I had like a Jackie Robinson one. That's where I learned about him. Right. You know, and then I had a dinosaurs one. I remember. So I was I was kind of into dinosaurs, but not I, clearly as much as you were. <laughs> Well, I was a little obsessive. It sounds like yeah, but no, I did. I did enjoy them, and I love Jurassic Park movies. Those were yeah, the Jurassic Park badass. movies are great, though. Even mm-hmm. the new ones they did when they decided yeah. to like Jurassic Lost World, World and, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, those are good. Um, but sp- since you brought it up, I forgot about Scholastic Book Fairs. Oh man, I just get so excited for that. Yep, and that's how I got hooked to Goosebumps. I read Goosebumps religiously. I had all the Goosebumps yes. books, dude. I don't know what happened to all those. I don't know what happened to half my stuff. I feel like yeah. maybe it donated them or whatever, but. I used to have like literally every Goosebumps books because like my um, aunt worked at a at Walden Books. Oh, uh, I used to beg my, I used to beg to go to Walden Books to get the new Goosebumps. Yeah, so she'd get it for me for my birthday or nice. Christmas or what you know. So I had all. I mean, I had so many where I didn't even read them all. Same here. I, at first, I was really good at reading them all. Yeah, and then it got to the point where I was losing interest. Yeah, but I still got. I was like, I need. Yeah, to get I was still it. getting them as gifts. Yeah, yeah, I was still getting like the gifts. And I was like, I haven't read these in like five books now. Right. You know. Or I think my mom eventually said something like, hey, you, yeah, I don't think he reads those anymore. Yeah, you can, you can stop. You can stop buying books. Yeah. Like, And they came out with a TV show for a little bit as I was in the I do remember Goosebumps. that. Yep. I do remember that. And, but that was a good one. I liked I liked that one. Um, but I, the reason I got hooked to that was because of the Scholastic Book Fair. And yeah. with that, you feel like you had to get something. And I'm like, oh. And I, I this is going to sound crazy. I still remember the very first Goosebumps book I got that got me hooked. It was like the fourth or fifth in the whole series. Uh, it was called Say Cheese or Die. <laughs> I can still really? picture it. Yeah. It had like these one. skeletons doing a cookout or something. Oh, yeah. And I was like, I want that. I don't know why I chose that. I haven't. I don't know if someone else in my class haven't. I, I don't know. I, that's why I picked, though. And from that point on for, I say, a few years, because they start coming out with new issues I like or new books once yeah. a month. And I remember begging to go to Walden Books. And then they opened Media Play. Oh, I love Media Play. And I started going there for that. And then the transition happened. Yeah. Then I'm like, can I go to Media Play to get CD? And yeah. that's the whole different different avenue. era. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Um, no, I love those. Yeah, those books were good. Yeah. But and, uh, yeah, and that's what I've read most of the time. Like, um, I enjoyed reading. I've gotten back to enjoying reading, as you know. Yeah. Um, which, Remember, like, are are you scared of the dark or whatever? Are you yes. afraid of the dark? Whatever that was called. Uh, I think it's the second one you said. Are you, are you afraid, afraid of the, the dark? Yeah. John used to be scared of that. Oh, so creepy. <laughs> yeah. I remember my, I'd go to my friend's house because it was on like every Thursday or every Friday, whatever. There was like a new episode weekly. Yes. And I remember yes. that we'd go, and it just when it got dark because it was like eight o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> so so we, late. Oh yeah, I remember watching the living room with him every week, like yep. in the dark, just sitting there, like freaking out, like oh shit. And he was one of them kids that were like, 
he tried to work me up. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. He's one of those ones that I don't think he bought into it as much as I did for being scared, so he tried to work me up. That was, like, his enjoyment. Right. He's like, you know? you're the entertainment, and the entertainment for you was the show. Yeah. Like, I was kind of freaked out about it, and he knew I was freaked out about it, so he was like, oh, I'm going to freak this kid out more about it. Right. You know, one of those scenarios. I had a friend like that when, uh, since it was Unsolved Mysteries, when we were oh, real young, yeah. he'd get me all, like, tell me all the stuff, and I believe, I mean, I, I guess that's more real than Are You Afraid of the Dark, but it was the point where I thought I was, like, always in our neighborhood or something. Like, yeah. oh, it's here. And then realized. Yeah, because when I was like younger, I'd get creeped out. They're like, there's a house house burglar. And I'm, like, all night thinking someone's going to break into our house. Yes. You know, I'm like, I don't want to have the window open. i got to lock it. What are we doing? And get, yeah, and get also, like, like mm-hmm. it's right here. He's also the same friend that got me hooked to Indiana Jones, a whole different. Oh, man. You know, I never fully got. I like those, but I never fully got into that either. Really? Yeah. That really I like me. them. Don't get me. I have no negative thing to say. I just yeah. never really watched them all the way through. That surprises me because I felt like everyone our age did. But, yeah. Okay. No. That's one I would say you should watch as well. I think as I get older, I can respect that one more and watch it. It's another part. I can't culture. say I've never watched it. I feel like I've watched the first one or something. But I, I I'm watched, sure you've seen that one. I haven't watched like the whole series of them. I will say I've never seen the newest one that came out like 10 years ago that came out way after the last Indiana Jones. Yeah. Because I heard it was bad. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not going to watch it then. But, uh, but no, I, I mean, I'm in, like, as I gotten older, I think I've gotten more into the nerdy stuff. You know, I can see that. If you will. Like, I've gotten more, embraced it more, if you will, where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll watch it. Like, one of my nerdy things, I guess you could say, is wrestling. Yeah. I was always into that through the 90s, through the Attitude Era, and then just post that. I would say early 2000s when I stopped watching. Yeah. But even as a kid, I watched the hell out of it, man. I loved that shit. It was like the cartoony-ish ones. I don't know what era they called that one, but like they all had characters. Is that the one from probably when I watched? Probably. Like, you had like, like Big Hulk Boss Hogan Man and stuff. Hulk Hogan, Big Boss Man, Sergeant Slaughter. Yeah, I remember them. And yeah, they are all like... Twins in one of them or something. And Smash Brothers, maybe, or something. I don't know. I'm talking no about idea way what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, Smash Brothers I've never heard of. <laughs> They had like the Bushwhackers. Them. That's okay. what I was thinking of. <laughs> Smash yeah. Brothers, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't I don't know. Wrestling was not my thing. Yeah, you Legion of Doom, all that stuff, man. Yeah, I loved yeah, I loved watching the nineties ones, but then then some of them were timeless that transitioned. Yeah. You know, like Undertaker was like one of the last great characters yeah. that they made that lasted, I mean, thirty years. You know what I'm saying? He just retired. Okay. Did he is, yeah. is he still alive? Yes, he's alive. Okay. Yes, yes, wasn't yes. it someone was it Macho Man that died? A Macho Man's died. A few of them have died. Well, yeah, Macho I know a Man's, few, yeah. but like as far as the ones I could probably think yeah, of. Yeah, Macho Man's probably the one you're thinking of. Yeah. Because Undertaker like, just retired like this year. Ah, okay. Yeah, like, yeah, he actually does a podcast that's pretty cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah, him and Stone Cold Steve Austin do separate podcasts, but they've gone on each other's, I think. Okay. So, yeah, they do that. That's pretty cool. Which is funny that you said um, Stone Cold. Stone Cold made me think of one of my favorite actors, and I never, not that I can recall ever seeing any of his wrestling. Um, besides like the clips I've seen is The Rock. Oh, The Rock! And yeah. he has that new show out, the sitcom, which I still think you would like. Uh, it's called Young Rock about his life. Yeah, which I need to watch. And it incorporates a lot of the wrestling because his dad was a wrestler. Yeah, yeah. And it has like those wrestlers I heard of in it, um, like Andre the Giant and stuff. And it also talks about when he went to, co- to talks about when he's a kid, so he's around the wrestlers. When he's in high school, when his dad is basically a has been, mm-hmm. and then when he's in college, when he played for the U. Mm-hmm. Which I I forgot he played with Warren Sapp and Ray Lewis. That's yeah. why he didn't start. Mm-hmm. He lost his job to both of them. Well, I mean, come on, yeah. right? I'm like, 
Any other year, though, he's a starter. Maybe goes to the NFL instead. Oh, he was and he was highly sought after. Yeah, he. So I think it was his freshman year. I, I learned from the show, okay. the sitcom, that he uh, hurt his leg. So the first year he had to sit out because he, of an injury. Yeah. Then the next year they moved Warren Sapp from tight end to defensive line. So he won the starting job, and then Warren Sapp. I got. I try to remember the sequence of everything, but something happened where maybe Warren Sapp graduated a year earlier than him or something. It was to the point where, or maybe he was still there, but The Rock had a chance to make another spot on the team, mm-hmm. and they showed him working out with Ray, uh, freshman Ray Lewis. Oh, he's like, I can't win. No, he got replaced. Yeah, right. One great got replaced by another great, and he got snubbed in the middle, basically, and bad luck. But yep. to get, I guess, more in the theme of this episode on the wrestling aspect of it, it made me kind of like appreciate. The, yeah, yeah. the wrestling. Yeah, because um, I mean, I remember watching him. He went from Rocky Maivia, which is very a character. I did not. Know yeah, that. it was a real character. It was called the Nation of Domination. Okay, this is all new to me. Yeah, and it was almost like a a spoof or whatever off of like the Black Power mm-hmm. kind of Pete, you know, like that Black Panthers maybe ish. Yeah, kind of a you know they're all you know men of color if you will in that. Yeah, you know, and then I they see. had yeah they were like that group, and then you had like the Degeneration X, which is your white people group, and you know you had different stuff like that. Okay, but he was almost like a. It was almost like a Native American or almost like Samoan type character, you know. Like they had right. him dressed in like some, like a getup, if you. I don't know. I don't. I'm sure I'm disrespecting someone's culture because <laughs> I don't know what it's called. But you know, it was like a tribal esque looking getup type thing. Yeah. And um, it wasn't co- going over because he was supposed to be a bad person in that. I gotcha. And then they were almost giving up on him as a character, and he's like, "Can I? Let me just do what I want to do." Yeah. You know, and basically he had a longer. A longer leash, if you will, because of who his dad was. Rocky he probably Johnson. Would, yeah, Rocky Johnson. He probably would not have made – he may not have been who he is if – normally, I think Vince McMahon would have cut him is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. He'd have been fired or let go, and or they would have buried him on the B, B card, C card. He would have been nobody. Yeah. But he had enough respect, or his dad had enough respect for Rocky Johnson. He was like, let me just do what I want to do. Let me try it out. What's going to hurt? Yeah. If not, bury me, bury me and move me. on. Yeah. So he let him, and that's when The Rock came out, and he started being more, you know. Do you smell what The Rock is cooking? Do you smell what The Rock is cooking, yeah, and, like, went more the good guy end of it, and people loved him. That's, you know. Okay. Long story short, basically, is how he became that was on his own. He's like, let me try it and see what I can do. Well, it worked out because now look at him. Yeah, because they weren't, like, embracing his personality. He has a huge right. personality. So, I mean, he, he went from broke to. Yes. You're one of the richest dudes in the world now. You need to watch the show. <laughs> I know. It's, it's funny. I mean, I want to see the show, but honestly, I probably know a lot of it. You do, but also, it, was just cool, but yeah. it was cool seeing it because everything – not everything. Uh, the last part where, like, he came from broke and all that, like, that's what the show focuses on. Yeah, which I do want to watch it. I just – I don't – what is it What is it even on? Uh, Tuesday nights. What is it on? Oh, NBC. Oh, it's NBC. So it should be on Peacock. Okay. Um, um, yeah, they advertise it's on Peacock. Okay, so I'll look for it. And the first season's over. Last last night was the last episode of the first okay. season, so. But I'll watch it. But, you know, I like, and it's just, I just like all those wrestlers, though. And like I said, I grew up, and they went from the, I forget what the era they called it, but the cartoony era. Yeah. To segue into the Attitude Era, which you still had some hangover characters, but then, you know, that's when the, the wars, the Monday Night Wars happened and everything when WCW came out. Yeah, I remember... And I was like, the, that. that was the best time of wrestling, man. Like, you didn't know which one to watch. <laughs> you know, especially once Hulk Hogan went over, like, some of the big names that we knew growing up went over to WCW. Yeah. But you had, like, I'd been at the age where I kept with it, so I knew some of the new characters, like The Rock and Stone Cold and the ones that took over and helped the greatness keep going. 
Right. You know? Continue the legacy. Or yeah, continue will. the legacy. Because they pretty much said, like, Hawk Hogan was one of the characters. Like, that era is what saved wrestling. Because it was almost buried. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of what saved wrestling, or at least to make it as big as it was. You know, because back in the day, wrestling was uh, territorial. Yes. You had your Midwest, you had your South, you had your East Coast, your West Coast, your yes. Texas area, whatever. You know what I'm saying? You had all your different areas. Well, Vince McMahon took it nationally. He was okay. the first one so to take it. That's how that happened. Yeah, he's he's the first one to take it nationally. He had bigger aspirations. Vince McMahon's dad was who ran it first. Right. But he respected the territories more. That explains the references they made in the Young Rock show. Yeah. Because like, um, basically the Rock's grandmother took over the family business from his grandfather when his grandfather passed away. So she ran it, and she did like the Hawaiian air, region. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I so, learned something. Yeah, so there was all these regions, and but, okay, yeah, Vince McMahon had Junior, Vince McMahon Junior, because yeah. Vince McMahon too. Junior, the one that you know of now, is the one that took it nationally and wanted to. Okay, interesting. To, yeah, he was like, "I'm coming in your backyard. I don't give a shit." Yeah, I'm gonna make this national. Yeah, and that's the only thing that kept WCW alive though, because they were they're Southern, they were Atlanta, TBS based, TNT, Ted uh, right, Turner, right. So it kind of had the some of the Southern folks that missed their regional stuff jumped on that wagon because. When it first came about, it wasn't that big. It was almost regional. Right. You know? And then as they grew, it became national as well. Okay. You know, but WCW, when it first came around, they just had a you know a billionaire Ted to back them. So yeah. they had a lot of money. Yeah. Money so once helps. they started getting, because when they first started, they only had like, like, Sting was their big one. That was their guy. I don't know if you've heard of him. I feel like I've heard of him, but that's he it. He is WCW's Hulk Hogan. Uh, okay. He is there, dude. He was there. He's been he, from the beginning. He was the last one to come in the transition, too, when WWE bought him. Yeah. He was the last one to come. He wouldn't come. He didn't come with their beginnings. Right. When everybody was like, yes, I'll sign with you because I want a job. He was like hesitant. He's like, no, I don't, don't want to be a part of your shit, basically. Okay. You know, so he was like there, dude, from start to finish. He's, you know, he rode with them. He rode with them. And he was their lovable good guy. You know what I'm saying? He, everybody, you know, even when they tried to make him a bad guy, he wasn't. The fans yeah. still loved him, so it's like, no, you're not gonna turn him into a bad guy because we love that guy, right? So, but it's I don't know it's, it amazes me. I, mean, I know that it's like scripted, but it's like it was good scripting, yeah, to an extent, you know. And like, well, it's kind of funny that that's why I used against it when I was in my I'm too cool for that stuff phase. Now is just the point. Like, I th- I respect it. Put it that way. I, I'm not gonna get John, into it like you, but John Cena, who's one of the newer, most popular ones, yeah. He had a good joke because he was on uh, an ESPYS, I think. He was a host of an ESPYS or something like that. Sound, yeah, because I know who he, I know who you're talking about, and I feel like I know where you're. Like I don't remember what the joke is. I'm sure you're about to tell us, but yeah. I feel like I remember. I probably hit a memory. So basically, here. he was kind of comparing regular sports to, um, wrestling. He was like, "Yeah, we have our scripts, but you do too." Mm-hmm. He's like, you got your guy you love, and he was talking about like Durant. He's like, we loved him, and then we needed someone to hate, so we hated him. And then, we, you know, and like same with LeBron. We loved him at first. He was the king, but then he went to Miami. You're like, what can you do to piss people off? Okay, let him go to Miami and build make, a super team. Make him a villain. Yeah, like he delivered it better than I am. But basically, yeah. like, yeah, it made, he's like, you went from good to evil to good to evil. And I don't because they were talking about like we hate LeBron, but then we liked him again because he went back to Cleveland. So we need someone else to hate. Who are we going to hate now? We, oh, we hate Durant now. Yeah. Durant went to, went to Golden, State. Golden State. So now we hate him for that. Right. You know, and it was like, He's like, so you guys act like we're the only ones that script things. He's like, that's kind of scripted too. And he's like, you got your evil commissioner. And I think he was talking about like Goodell for football. You know, yeah. like he's like, you got your evil commissioner and Goodell that, you know, so you're going to tell me, you know, that's our Vince McMahon. He was saying like, right. Goodell's There's your parallels. Basically. Yeah. So he was like, it was good. It was true. It was funny because it was true. You right. know, it's like you have the parallels. It's like storylines are still being told. It's not scripted NBA. 
Yeah, it's but there's still storylines that are yeah. almost scripted by media. It's still a soap opera. It's still a soap opera. Yeah, and that's for that reason. Like I said, I held that over wrestling, even though now I think it's kind of what you're saying before about being more nerdy the older you get, or embracing it more, I should say. Is that I respect that because it is a type of entertainment at the end of the day, and yeah. it still involves physical skill. Yeah, there's a lot of skill to it, um, and, and just, it did get like I don't watch it now. I'm not into it anymore. Yeah, as much I've tried to get into it, but it's hard. Yeah, you know, because once you lose basis on the characters, it's hard to get back into the characters. Well, that's probably part of it too. You fall, you get into you like fall in love with the characters, if you will. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm interested in this character, and then you get judgy because it's a different era now, and I'm like, well, I mean, <laughs> well, yeah, like we do with everything else. Like, yeah, because it's more and, it's more censored again. But it was uh, like back yeah. in the day when it was more censored. I was a kid, so it was cool to be censored. I didn't give a shit. I was a kid. Yeah. So it wasn't as you know. But then like the attitude era, there was a lot more sexual and. Yeah, I've you know, risque type stuff, you know, and then even post that at the beginning of two thousands, I was still good with it. Yeah, because I still knew the characters. But then when I stopped watching it, like college age, early twenties, yeah, and then I tried to get back into it later, it was so different, and I didn't know any of the people really, and it was like, where am I? Yeah, it's like I don't know who this is. Who's this guy? He's he's the champion or what? What's going on? You know, and like, I don't know. I think it was all harder to keep track for me. And one thing I didn't like is that they did like a. There used to just be a one world champion, but then they added like a heavyweight champion. So I'm like, almost oh. there's like two champions. And then they tried to do a unified type title. It became, there was some watered down title things going on too. Okay. To, you know. Almost, it almost sounds like they, they're trying to be like boxing or something. Where like, we'll yeah. And they've always had a lot of titles, but they just changed some of the names. I think that was me, my nostalgia saying that's dumb. Yeah. You know, that's probably what it is, is nostalgia. But I think back then you knew who the the number one champion was, was the, you know, yeah. the world champion, the WWE. You know, there was only one big title. Yeah. And then you had your littler titles, which I could differentiate more. But once you had like a WWE title and a world title, I'm like, well, which one's more important? Yeah. And that's where I was lost on. I like, need priority here. Yeah. Like, which one's the actual number one guy then? Right. So. Just weird, but that was my rant about WWE, my nerd side there. <laughs> you let your nerd out big time. Yeah. But, but I learned like... some stuff from it, um, and I, I know we're getting towards the end here, but like, so a couple other things I just want to ask you about real quick. Um, you know, like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, the other big nerd franchise. Oh, yeah. I love uh, Harry Potter. Like I, I've said in our last episode, I think it was, that I yeah. tried to watch it, and Peacock took it off after I got through like three, so I still have two to go. Right. Lord of the Rings, I don't think I've watched all the way through either, but I love it. Yeah, I haven't watched either one all the way through. Yeah. Um, Chronicles that, of Narnia is my big one. Oh, I, I should. I wish I wasn't Disney, though. I wish yeah, it was, I forgot that was your big one. I wish it was whoever made Lord of the Rings made that, because then it could be a little more grimy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It could be more adultish, if you will. Makes you know, sense. It's almost like a watered-down storyline. It could be more of an adult version of that, I guess. Yeah. Which I heard the books are amazing. Everybody always tells me, watch, read the books, read the books, read the books. I'm like, ah, I'm not a book reader. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like, nah, pass. Yeah, I'm just like, ah, I'd rather watch a movie. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I have seen the movie of that. I have not seen all the movies of the other franchises I mentioned. Have you watched all the Narnia movies? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, all of them? Like, I thought there's one. No, no, there's like three. Well, so. I guess not. Did so you watch the first one? <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah. Um, That's probably the one you watched. I'm sure it was. Um. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you didn't know there were more. That's funny. Yeah. You go. Okay. You're all proud of yourself. Like I watched that one. Well, have you watched all like, of them? All of them. Like, what do you mean all of them? It's kind of yeah, like more, uh, more than one. <laughs> I should have known better. Mm-hmm. Um. Speaking of like the sci-fi thing, I just thought of too a random one that has a big 
cult following that I didn't even know. I never even heard of it um, until I watched it. And ironically, remember, um, so back when I dated Natalie. Yep. Her and her mom got me hooked to a show that was only on for one season before it got canceled. And apparently it's a huge nerd thing. It's called Firefly. I've heard of it. It's a sci-fi thing. Kind of what sparked us to talk about nerd stuff tonight. Okay. Sci-fi in general. Yeah. Um, that's another sci-fi thing I thought of that um, I enjoyed. Yes. Um, it's it's only one season, so if you do come upon it and you're feeling sci-fi-ish as far as outer space, yeah, uh, check that out. Um, I remember, and I remember the other one, sci-fi one that I liked that you told me about, the 100. Oh yes. Um, I believe that you told me about it when we used to go off at Delhi Part Three when that existed. Yeah, I believe. So I remember so. I went home that night and. Gave it a go, and I did really good with it. And then I think they like Netflix only had like two seasons. Yes. And when I caught up, I stopped, and I never, I never went back. I don't know if you did. No, but- not all the way. Because my problem is I watch it, and then by the time I'd go to watch the next season, I'd want to rewatch it because I felt like I was kind of lost. Yes. So I've rewatched season one like probably three times, <laughs> and I've gotten probably almost all the way through season two, if not all the way through like a couple times. Okay. But I'd probably say about season two is about where it ended for me. Yeah. But I do want to go back and rewatch them all. Like, it is really interesting. Is it over? I think it's over now. Okay. So, or, or close enough to over. It's either over or down to, like, the last season or two, I believe. Okay. Cause for, it sounds familiar that it's either over or almost over. Yeah. But, no, that was very interesting. Because, I mean, basically, the concept of that was, if people don't know, it's, um, obviously, they lived on Earth, but it became inhabitable. Yeah. So, they went on to this, uh emergency pod if you will yeah and lived in the sky well then they chose a hundred people to go see if earth was like habitable again basically wasn't it because like they're running out of resources and yeah the they're okay. running out yeah in their ship or whatever they're running out it's of a very interesting story resources line. so they had to like all right who's gonna go down and see if this is gonna work and right yeah know. i thought that the story like the storyline was very interesting that that's what captured my attention and there's it, another one i want to touch on real quick that um, there was a movie that I liked, and now there's a show about it, and I haven't watched any of the shows. I forget the damn name, but it's about living on a train. Man, it's a Netflix. It was a movie on Netflix, and there's a show now. Yeah, I, I don't remember. Know. I can't remember the damn name, but it's uh, so the same concept. Basically, the world you can't live in because it's like a freeze or something. Like it's, you know, what like ice age, if you will. Okay, now I do know what you're talking about. Snowpiercer. Yeah. Snowpiercer so was what, called. I didn't know that's what that was about. Yeah. So basically, like, it's an Ice Age 2. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. the second Ice Age for the world. So they all live in on this train. And the train just keeps going. That's what keeps their... So their their energy inside the train, their electricity is from the friction from going the train. Uh, the tr- so as long as the train keeps moving, they keep living. Wow. That sounds way more interesting than what I've seen in the commercials. Yeah, which I, which I mean, I haven't seen any of the show, so right. I don't know if that's any good or not, but the movie itself, I, I feel loved like I've heard it. good ratings about the show. And it's divided up, too, because you have your poor people and your rich people kind of thing. Yeah, this, so eventually there's a revolt. The never-ending story. Yeah, there's a revolt and they fight kind of scenario, you know? And and actually, you just reminded me of something else. Um, to me, I can. do you consider fantasy like nerdum? Yeah. Like, so, like, kings and queens and all that shit. Oh, I love King Arthur and shit, yeah. Okay. I, I was going to ask I you. I forgot we didn't even touch on that. We could probably do an episode know, two of this either. type of stuff. Yeah, I love King Arthur and all that type of stuff. Um, the funny thing is, I'm not really into that, but uh, yeah. I got to Game of Thrones. See, I do want to watch that. Yeah. I want to. I think, I don't know if I watched the 300 movie or not. Oh, that, yeah. That's on Peacock now, so I want to watch I almost watched that today, and then instead I watched something else. Oh, today I, I went back and watched the, the Bourne movies. 
Uh, excellent. Yeah, I went, I went and rewatched all those, which I had seen them all, but yeah, I was starting to watch 300, and I seen those. I was like, actually, I started last night. I think that I watched the first two Borns last night, okay, and then finished it up this morning. Yeah, that's that's an excellent uh, trilogy yeah. there. So it was a cool thing that yeah, I love trilogies too. That's kind of I don't know if that's a nerdy thing or not, but I love trilogies. Eh, you can twist it into a nerdy thing. Back of the you know Back to the Future stuff like that. But I, I don't know. I just like trilogies. I like I must I must prefer trilogies more than single movies yes i think back in the day i wanted the story to end and like be able just to watch the one movie and it's done but now i'm like i want more now do you prefer trilogies over when they do go more so like sometimes some some franchises will go like seven eight nine it depends how good they are okay i think some of them are good to graciously end at three yeah um i think harry potter even though i've never seen all of them is probably a good one that it's good that went beyond three yeah it seems like it yeah a lot of them that are based off books, I think, are the ones that can go further. Yeah. You know? Well, like I told you in a previous um, episode of the podcast, um, or even in some conversation, was that that's what happened with Game of Thrones. It was based off books, and then it caught up to where the book is, because the book's not over. Like the series, I should say. Yeah. It's multiple books. And that's when you can tell the show declined. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? They didn't have the book to steal from anymore. So. Right. Right, and which is funny because the circle back, most of the stuff that we talked about, or you know, a lot of it, not wrestling, and um, actually, ironically, Star Wars is, falls in wrestling's category. Uh, but the rest of it is like based on books or comic books. Um, Star Wars it has a ton of books out, but those came like so. George Lucas is the one that came up with the Star Wars universe, yeah, and then different people ran with it and created books. So that's okay. how the the Star Wars universe grew. Um, Harry Potter, like you said, I obviously know those are books. Yeah. And from what I understand with that, all the movies, they don't go outside of the books. So that's why there's, I don't, how many, eight movies? I don't know, nine? But yeah. It falls into this. Oh, Harry Potter book? Or, yeah, the Harry I Potter. I think there's five. Five, okay. I'm way off. I don't, I didn't really like eight, that. nine? Fifty? I don't know. It felt <laughs> like it when we worked at Target. Yep. Um, but I feel like a lot of the that type of stuff, fantasy, sci-fi, if they have a uh, backbone and some type of written material, yeah, it's comics to go or with, books. they can keep rolling. Yeah, even like Hunger Games, I think was that three of them. Oh yeah, for yeah. Hunger Games, I think trilogies are probably where it's at. I'd say three movies is probably your. It's probably like the bread and butter. Yeah, the bread and butter. But some of them can go further depending on how the story's going. Yeah, and that's just kind of how well they're written or. I try to stretch it. Yeah, and, yeah. Some some of them it gets stretchy, but it's like if you leave enough, and you have enough to write about, you know. Yeah, and not make it, not water it down, and make it stupid. And technically, the Harry Potter, the last one's one movie, but it's a part one and part two. Oh yeah, kind of like the same with uh, Hunger Games. Technically, it's a part one and part two type thing. Yeah, you were. Telling I think me there that might be four recently. of those. I think, but the last one's like two or something. I don't know. But it's based off three books. I think so. I think so, too. I think it's three books with, like, four movies or, you know, something right. like that. Or, like, say where Harry Potter's, like, four books or five movies or whatever. That's where the Hollywood part yeah, comes Yeah, they add now. enough storyline in to stretch it. Right. But uh, I do, yeah, I, I enjoy trilogies now. I just feel like there's something to be said about them. Yeah. You know, because I'm not a single movie. just leave you like, man, I wish there was more than that. Or, yeah. But I've said that in the past, too, talking about movies, is I wish that they're, like, I like long movies, too, though. 
That's why we. I know we talk about like mob movies are really good for that. Mm-hmm. Like three, four, or five hours long. Yeah, like you don't necessarily need sequels if you have a long ass movie that. Even though The Godfather did it. Yeah, but, but they I was thinking say more like Godfather yeah. Three is a bad one. I've never yeah. even seen Godfather Three all the way through. I have. I you know, but okay. also oddly enough, The Godfather's like I'm not into that one as much as the others. Me neither. You know, like, Me I know neither. that's supposed to be, like, the best one, but I was more... Well, Scarface isn't necessarily Mob, but Scarface type. Scarface, Goodfellas. Or, like, Casino, Goodfellas. Casino. You know, like, I don't I think there's other mob movies or gangster-type movies that are better. <laughs> I, no, I agree. Like, I respect Godfather, The Godfather. Yeah. Um, and there's scenes of The Godfather I really like, but the movie's so long. Yes. Like, the very first Godfather, the wedding scene's, like... 45 minutes long and it's an opening scene yeah i mean but uh have you ever seen bronx tale by the way i know i've asked you before man i can't remember that one's a good one because i think you asked me that and i can never remember if i've seen it because that's what, who's that's, in that one that's not a popular one um uh robert de niro plays in it but he's he's the dad of the kid trying to keep him out of the mafia i feel like i have but it's i good. don't know i'm sure i have i just can't i'm sure you have too but yeah that's that's a good one um but I don't know if that's nerdy either, but mob movies are one of my nerdy things. Oh, if it is nerdy, then call me freaking yeah. the king nerd. I love yeah. the mafia stuff. Yeah. Um, there's mob movies, and then even, I guess you can circle to the reading part, is nerdy, supposedly. Yeah. Um, when I first started getting into the mafia beyond the movies, I got a book that's like this thick, and if you can't, obviously you can't see if you're listening, it's what, like the five di- inches thick. It's like yeah. a, it's huge. And I, it was, all it was was the history of the mafia in New York alone. Yeah. And that's how I learned a lot about, like, the different crime families. And, um, yeah, because I watch a lot of documentaries as well. Yes, and there's so. some good ones on that, too, with the mafia. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I'm sure you saw then how, like, Al Capone, he's known to be, like, this huge mobster, big, tough guy from the Chicago mob. He's from Brooklyn, and he was such a pansy, basically, that they kicked him out of New York. and he, So he wasn't even a tough guy, really, in New York. He was a nobody in New York. And he goes to Chicago and ends up being one of the nation's biggest <laughs> oh, mob yeah. bosses. That's crazy to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, New York is so big of a city that they have five mob families. And every other major city in the country that has the mafia only has one represented. Yeah. It's like Buffalo, Philly, Cleveland, Chicago. Those are all the New Orleans, Tampa. Those are all the yeah. big mob cities back in the day. Um, and, then the, and then, like, you mentioned Casino. You know, that's based off a true story where the mobs saw an opportunity to make more money out in the desert. Yeah. And they're like, let's do that. Let's take it over. And they send them out to the desert, and that's how the Las Vegas Strip, that was built off the mafia. Yeah. And they also said, like, especially in its heyday, like in the 70s, the mafia itself was making more money than, like, all these like big oil companies and bank companies in the country combined. Oh yeah, this is so much. I mean, that's millions. why government finally shut them down because they weren't getting their part. <laughs> yeah, and they were smart about it too. Though the mob, they before they came up with Rico, the bosses were insulated. Where that's why they had their henchmen and, and layers of um, like rankings, if you will, like the degrees of separation. Yeah, they got the money, but they didn't do any of the dirty work, so they couldn't get arrested. Yeah, until they figure out. Um, some lawyer genius is like, actually, yeah, the Rico statue. Rico proves that it's a uh, organized, organized crime, crime and, and yeah. then therefore indirectly they are in charge of the crimes, even though they're not physically doing it. Yeah, they're calling the orders, so it's their fault. Exactly. And yep. w- one last thing with the mob thing, because I won't go on forever with this. Yeah, we're going to do a podcast on that. But I love, even though obviously it's bad. I'm, I'm not saying like I love what happened, but I love how ballsy I should say. Uh, the mafia got like in the 70s and 80s 
when John Gotti decided that he wanted to be boss and had his boss killed right at rush hour in front of a famous steakhouse in Manhattan right before Christmas. Just yeah. like I don't like I said, I don't condone the violence, but, but the, yeah. the 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 romanticism of the mafia, the story of the mafia, like that is wild to me. That's what lured me in was how they have these rules, but then they also do these like Wild West stuff. Yeah. Um, so, Organ- yeah. Organized chaos, basically. Yeah. And I, like I said, I can go on forever. No, we'll, we'll do a pod on mob <laughs> movies for sure. Uh, but, but I guess we're about to wrap up. Yeah. We're kind of um, getting towards that 60 minute mark. So, yeah. I guess before we end, Windows or Apple? Apple. All right. That's our nerdum. <laughs> All right. See you next See time. Ya. All right. We're done. All right. Bye.